are listening to Soul Talks, your weekly podcast that dives deep into soulful conversations to encourage growth, inner wisdom, and ultimately to help you continue on your own personal healing journey. So if you're ready to do a soul dive, join me every week right here. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Soul Talks. And in this episode, I'm going to talk about how to update the definition of yourself. So most of us know that it's healthy and important for us to have a positive perspective and outlook on ourselves as a person. But for a lot of us, whether it's unconscious or conscious, we have certain definitions of ourselves that are actually harmful or aren't in the best light. And it's important to be able to shine light on what some of those more negative or harmful definitions that we have of ourselves are so that we can begin to change those perspectives. So if I were to ask you right now what your definition of yourself is, what would you say? What words might come to mind? And likely the first several words that pop into your mind are in that positive light, which is important. But for some of us, it might not be. And for many of us, these more harmful definitions that we have of ourselves, they usually come up in situations where we are uncomfortable or where our egos feel threatened in some way, whether it's from a situation or just from another person or whatever it may be. But usually when we're in these situations where we're uncomfortable or where we feel threatened, the definitions that we have of ourselves aren't fully conscious. We aren't aware of these insecurities or these thought patterns that arise in the moment. So by spending some time to really figure out what your triggers are, what situations make you feel like you're threatened or in an uncomfortable situation, figuring out what those are so then you can start to ask yourself how you view yourself in those situations. Why do those situations trigger you and why are you so uncomfortable in those situations? Why does that create a harmful thought pattern for you? And all of this is just shadow work. It's being able to see what lies behind the surface so that you can begin to bring it to the surface, heal it so that it's no longer an issue. So I'll give you an example of something from my life. So, you know, when I'm alone and I like, you know, I'm in my own space, I'm not triggered by anything. I have a very different perspective or very different feeling about myself than in situations where I feel uncomfortable or where I feel like I am or my image or my position in the world is threatened in some way. So for example, say I'm, you know, in a teaching setting, in a yoga teaching setting, and there's a bunch of other teachers around and, you know, maybe we're sharing the limelight in some way, or we're co-teaching in some way, or something like that. If I were to be uncomfortable in that situation, if I were to really not 
trust in myself and my abilities enough, then I would probably drop into more of a fearful feeling or a fearful state. And that might trigger for me a definition of myself that I'm not enough or that I have to prove myself. A definition that triggers my ego into thinking that I'm all of these things and that's why I'm not enough. Or it triggers me into a state of thinking or comparing myself towards the other teachers in the room and how they're better than me or how I might be better than them. So my ego starts to do the talking instead of me really doing the talking and being able to fully trust in myself and my position in the world and who I am. And for many of us, it doesn't matter the situation. Your situation might be a little different. So if you're you know, not a yoga teacher, you might have another job or career position where you could be sharing the room with a bunch of other people who have similar positions to you. And then that might trigger a similar response where your ego starts to talk about comparison or about how you are or aren't enough. And it takes away from who you really are. It takes away from that true positive definition of yourself. However, if you feel very connected to who you are, you feel very confident and strong and trusting in your own abilities and in everything that you have and that you can bring to the table, then these insecurities might not come up for you. These false definitions of yourself might not come up for you in these situations. So for all of us, it really depends on how well connected we are to who we are and how much we can really trust in our abilities to maintain our position in the world so that we don't feel threatened in different situations that life throws at us. Because it's really these external influences that come into our lives that have the power to pull us away from that positive self-definition and into a more fearful or egotistical or false identity of ourselves. That isn't true. And because so many people give power to these external influences, that ultimately changes not only our definition of ourselves, but how we feel internally as well. But when we can learn how to regain control of our own internal state or internal landscape, our own self-definition of ourself without allowing these external influences to change, change our perception of that, then we're more likely to stay in a positive self-defined place in any situation that we come into. So I'm going to use Lizzie Velasquez as an example for that. If you don't know who Lizzie is, she suffers from a congenital disease that stops her from being able to gain weight or body fat in anywhere in her body, and she's also a motivational speaker, and she talks about being able to define yourself and how your definition of yourself is more important than what your external influences say about you. She talks about 
some of the external situations that she's had to face growing up and how that really motivated her to change her perception of herself, of her situation, and how she can ultimately use her voice to help other people redefine themselves as well. I was listening to her TED Talk the other day, and she really looks at all of the things that are right, all of the things that are going well, all of the things that are really good about her and her body, even though she has this disease or syndrome that she has to work with. She talks about, you know, how great her hair is or the fact that she can, you know, still see out of one eye, even though she can't see out of the other one. She doesn't focus on that one eye that she can't see out of. She focuses on what she can see out of. And that is really a metaphor for all of us because all of us have this tendency to look out of the eye that we can't really see clearly out of. We look out of a side of perception that kind of changes the perspective we have on reality and we use that perception to create a harmful or negative self-definition. But if we were to change our perspective to look out of the eye that can see clearly, that can really see what's going on around us clearly, and that can see ourselves clearly, then we're more likely to understand that everything that we have going on for ourselves, it's good, it's well, it's positive. So when we're in situations where we have strong external influences that are really challenging our ability to trust in ourself and to feel safe in our position in the world and in who we are, being able to look out of that one eye that can see clearly, that can change your perspective on the situation or anything that's going on or even just of yourself is important so that you can stay connected to a positive self-definition because it's so easy to create a harmful mental loop when we look out of that unclear eye versus when we look out of the one eye that is clear. So my question for you now is, how can you start to look out of that clear eye, either towards yourself or towards other situations or external influences in your life that are causing you to change your own self-perception? How can you start to view things in more of a positive light? Or maybe it's just one thing that you can start to be grateful for that you have and that nobody else can take away. It might be like Lizzie. It could be your hair. It could be your skin. It could be you know, any, any unique trait about you. It could be really anything. And even just starting by taking one minute to note what that one thing is every day, that'll really strengthen your own self-definition you have of yourself. And when you feel yourself in those situations that are pulling you away from that positive self-definition, You can just remind yourself of these little things 
that will pull you back into the right direction, into the right space. So really, as you go about the rest of your day or your week, taking moments to observe how you define yourself and beginning to update that definition into more of a positive and healthy and healing perspective. And always remembering that it doesn't matter how your external life or the people around you or the situations around you define you. All of that doesn't matter. What matters is how you define yourself. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Soul Talks. And please spend some time this week updating your definition of yourself. And I'll talk to you again next week.